0: Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up, Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota, SA's number one Toyota dealer.
1: Oh, hello and good morning. On a Saturday morning, what a blockbuster show we've got today. Sadly, our last show of the season. Can you believe that? Albie Kid, Val Migliaccio, Phil Stubbins. We have assembled the A-Team this morning. How are you, fellas? Good, good morning, it's... all. Yeah, plenty happening in the world of football. Uh, Michael Moroni from Adelaide United will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk about all the big games happening locally and overseas over the weekend. But Val, firstly to you. You're the man with the finger on the pulse. Adelaide United... Uh, I get the feeling the squad we see right now is going to look vastly different again next season. There seems to be a, uh, a lineup of players waiting to leave the club. Would that be accurate? I think there is a lineup actually who want to know what's going on
0: with okay. with the future of the club. Um, I've spoken to three the three biggest boys. I think coming off contract, Eugene Galekovic, uh, Cello Karuska, and Wednesday night Sergio Sirio. And I, f- I find it strange that none of the three have actually even had small talks about a possible extension. Really? Um, Eugene is upset. He-, he made that quite clear. And I think they're just waiting on what's happening with the coaching position for next year. The boys are, but in the in the interim... I do know that Cello's agent has got, is working for him looking for other options at the
1: moment. But i not you too already, sure about But already written the fact that Paul Izzo is coming to Adelaide, yes. and what does that mean for Eugene Galekovic moving forward?
0: Well, it means that there's another goalkeeper coming in, and I'm not too sure that. I mean, th- for me, there's nothing wrong with Paul Izzo coming in and, and maybe Galekovic fighting for number one. There's nothing wrong with it, but nothing, there's been no dialogue, according to uh, but Eugene. Paul Izzo's not Izzo.
1: coming here to sit on the bench,
0: surely. It, well, nobody, nobody is, but you've always got to fight for your number one position. It doesn't matter what position
2: you play. Yeah, look, for me, it's a sad, sad time for, for Eugene. Obviously, he's been a, a magnificent goalkeeper for the club, but to not enter into some dialogue and get some sort of direction of, of what's happening with him prior to announcing that Paul Izzo's coming to the club, obviously, there's, there's going to be some angst there from Eugene, so... I feel for Eugene. To be perfectly truthful, he's been a great servant for Adelaide United. Great captain, great and, leader. And um, you know what can I say? I, I think the club, in terms of the transparency and coming out with some comments that are, are clear in the direction
0: of where the club's going, until that happens, Val, you're going to get all this conjecture. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a sad state of affairs. Like, and I think a, a few people have got their hands tied behind their backs in inside the club. And and. With the situation with Guladmo Amor, I think that's the key point for a lot of players actually staying on and others moving. I, I understand that the players that have been re-signed, he has sort of been a big part of it. The Gouladamore has been a big part of re-signing Michael Moroni, uh, Isaias, um, Taylor Regan, obviously Paul Izzo, um, who's not a re-sign, but oh, he is because he's coming back. So the situation is, I don't know, hanging in the balance. I'm communication,
3: Ditz, is a big thing. And uh, looking at the club there, you look at to any club, that they're going through a transitional period there. There's players coming to the end of their tether. And there needs to be good communication there. It happens in every single club. You know, players come of age where they've got to be phased out, all that type of stuff. And it just seems to me that um, the communication is lacking.
0: You know, I'd like to see dits the, the AFL does it perfectly. And I think big clubs in Europe do it as well. Legends such as Eugene Galekovic actually stay on at the club. Once their playing days are over, I'd like to see Eugene continue, but once he's finished playing, he should have a role inside the club. That happens at Port Adelaide, the Adelaide Crows, the Sydney Swans. We saw Plugger back. Mm-hmm. Why aren't soccer clubs doing it?
1: Well, maybe they will. When? Yeah, well, Because it, it builds a culture, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I guess uh, a big from what you are saying at the moment, though, no one's There's even a big spoken list. to him. No one's even spoken to him. So that's, that's probably the sad part of it. Mm. Can I focus on something else during the week? The crowd, just over 3,500 people for an Asian Champions League game. Terrible. Do we not care about the Asian Champions League? Or is that at the moment we, do. we don't care about Adelaide United?
2: I think of course we do. You know, watching the game actually into every game, Adelaide United, uh, and always will do. But to sit there and watch 3,500 people at the gate is, you know, what's going on? You know, there's a bit of up in arms there, I'd say, Dits. And um, there needs to be a round the table discussion as to how they contain this around because to get 3,500 people is a, it's a blight on the game. Australian I'm really
0: concerned. I'm, I really am concerned yeah. because the last four games it's gone from yeah, it's 6 worry. 6, 5 8, I think 5 8 90, Against Gumbara, Osaka, it was the second lowest crowd, and then we're down to three and a half. Mm. We're seeing... It's not a good trend, the, is it? The, the football was brilliant Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. And and people have been getting sucking into me for actually highlighting three and a half thousand. Well, I don't want to see this club crash and burn. Mm. Mm. I want to see them thrive. So you,
3: you think about it, Val, you, you know, look, going back um, just a few years ago, 10,000 people at, at Hindmarsh were complaining. Let's yeah. Let's be honest about it. Now three and a half. That's, that rings uh, alarm bells for, uh, for me, Dits.
1: Oh, well, eight months ago, we had 50,000 at the Adelaide Oval. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so where have they gone? And uh, look, we're all the same. Everyone likes winners, right? And, and it happens with the, your favourite clubs in the land. AFL, you know, all the big clubs. Once they start losing, fans drop off. It's, it's actually human nature, unfortunately. But just to pick up on your point... We mentioned the crowd on our breakfast program here on Triple M as well, and the club was disappointed that we mentioned it. Look, all we're saying is there were 3,500 people there. I'm not bagging the club. I'm not knocking them. I'm pointing out something. I'm saying, you're basically saying to the fans, where are you? Like, come back and support your club. It's not rubbishing the club. And no. we're all here to help. No. So the club was actually, uh, yeah, a bit, and for some reason, like you just said, they had to go at you, they had to go at us as well. I think you've got to grow up a little bit and just put, you know, look at the fact that actually there was three and a half thousand. We're not making it up. We're not, we're not kicking you when you're down. We're just stating a fact that just, that's what the crowd was. The
0: club didn't have a go at me. It's, it's people on social media let's well, me just, well, just, <clears> throat> just throat> But well, anyway, well, it's a fact. It's the, it's the truth.
2: In trying to bring something to a solution here, What's The stakeholders of the club, obviously there's there's, there's so many people involved in, in Adelaide football and all the clubs itself, the community. What's the community's feeling, Val? I'm asking you this question. Towards Adelaide United and why aren't they supporting the club as
0: they probably should do? They, for me, I talk to a lot of people, a lot of fans and their members. Why aren't you coming? They, they've thrown the towel in. Yeah. They, they've given up. They've They've sort of given up because there's a lot of factors here. There's... The championship team. Um it, it should have been a flow-on effect. It's it's actually they had a horrible pre season. Obviously the season's sliding downhill. No season launch. Mm. You couldn't there was no parade of these champions, no official season launch, which I found astounding. And then it's sort of gone down the hill from there. And then the ticket price is thirty dollars for a Champions League. If you remember already, it might be a bit steep. I don't know. There's a lot of questions. So there are all sorts of factors. Yep. Yeah, guys,
3: in an, an entertainment business here, and the product's not right just now. Let's be honest about it. The well, team, three and a half
2: thousand people are saying so.
3: exactly. The, the the team at this point in time are, are very very poor, right? Oh, they're, they're, they're better, Albie. They're, yeah, they're they are. Like, they're improving yeah. from the say yeah. six weeks ago. Yeah. However, the season has been abysmal. Let's yes. be honest about it. So let's get this season out of the way and let's hope they've got some planning done to get a good squad together to be competitive next year. But the the main... 41 points, let's be honest about it, 41 points off the top of the league.
0: Yeah, but the main concern is 70% of their average crowd from last year weren't there
1: on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. That's not 10%, not 15 70. Yeah, that's big. That's huge. Hey, Adelaide United fans, you can have your say at any stage. One triple three five three. give us a ring. 13353, it's the real football show here on Triple M.
2: Carl Lewis, then.
1: Uh, it's the real football show. Our last weekend, unfortunately, because the mm. AFL kicks off in earnest next week. But for now, it's the real football show. Uh, we're talking about Adelaide United. Where have the supporters gone? Michael at St. Peters. Good
4: morning. How are you going, guys? Yeah, Michael. Michael, what do you think? Um, I think it's not good enough, frankly. Mm. It's, uh, it's a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a wake-up call, I think, for United and their fans. I mean, you can't just be there in the good times. You've got to be there in the bad as well.
1: Yep. Do you go every week?
4: Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I've done a fair few, few interstate trips. Oh, good on you. Um, I'm you a know, university student and you know, I'm doing I, I my soccer quite a bit. been following United since I was young and I think you, know, you can't just be there for a club when they're doing well. You need to be there for them all the time and this is what this is character building now mm. for the club.
2: Why do you think they've all dropped off, Michael? Obviously the results haven't gone their way, but is it just that? Is there more to it than that?
4: Look, I personally, I mean, I think one of the main things for me would be the results. Obviously you wanna be with a team that's winning. Yeah. Uh, but you can't just be a glory hunter. Oh. Um, you know, maybe there needs to be a bit of a shake up. I mean, Moore's done a lot for us and I respect everything he's done. I'm not saying hinting towards, you know, getting rid of him, but I think, you know, things like with Galekovich, you know, like you guys said before, the communication lines have been down.
2: Yeah.
4: you, you know, the club's gonna be transparent in that, that respect, I think. And i have just got to be honest. And I think also what you guys said earlier as well about you know creating a bit of a history of the club. And you know, if she wants to, if she's looking at retiring soon, giving a position there, uh, I think that'd be great for the club.
1: All right, good on you, Michael. Thanks for calling in. Good, passionate caller there mm. from Adelaide United. Yeah, good feedback. Uh, and you can call <laughs> on one triple three five three.
3: Albie continuity, succession planning, all the other rest of the words you want to use there, Ditch. You know, they've won the league last year. They're yeah. the league champions currently and they're 41 points off the top team, Sydney. It's just lack of planning for me. Honestly, you know, you should never, ever find yourself in that position.
1: Val, well, I want to go back to grand final week last yeah. season. I reckon the rot set in even before they kicked the ball on that day. Players had already left. Players, you know, we, we know that Kamau had already signed a leave. I think the club erred During that period, when when you win a title and you've actually lost half your side before you even kick the ball, that was the problem right there.
0: There was a lot of procrastination. That's the word I want to get out. In the preseason, obviously names had been presented to, uh, obviously, the coaching staff, new players. Yep. And I think there was a a window of about six to seven weeks where the Lions were down. Mm Mm-hmm. And what happens in that six to seven weeks post-season, your best A-League players disappear to other A-League clubs. Your foreigners, um, obviously that window opens in June um, for the transfer market. If they're on off contract, well, you can sign them anytime. They were just way, way too slow to react. And I think the three players that they signed, the three key men that they signed, Enrique, uh, Jimmy Holland and Sergi Guardiola, good players individually didn't fit didn't fit. And, and they look like they were just here, just set their luggage down for a few weeks before they're off again. They actually look like that. Yeah.
3: That's for me, You know, they're, they're, they're in a very, very good position to recruit there. They're, they're league champions, okay? They've got uh, the Asian Champions League in front of them as well. To me, there must be some confusion or problem with agents as well. Agents are massive in the game now, lads. Massive. So, so whether, massive, they've got, yeah. whether they've got um, good relationships with agents or whatever, but they, they were in a plumb position to pick up players. Yeah. God, God knows what's happened because they've, they've done a bad job at that. Let's be honest about well, it.
1: Well, they made three bad choices, as Val just pointed well, out. They but, made mistakes. I mean, they obviously tried to recruit. But they that, was panic, that was yeah, panic
3: look, buys as well. That was panic players coming in. Yeah, they came in very late.
1: Very, the very salary late.
2: cap's always an issue and it's an even bigger burden when the clubs are successful because players want more money. And Bruce Kamau, as you just you brought up agents, Albie, obviously his agents telling him not to sign at, at uh, Adelaide United and he's touted him out and obviously Melbourne City have come in for him. So it's a loss. And uh, until we actually do something about this, it's going to continue to happen. So Sydney what you... FC, if players are coming off contract at the end of that campaign, then it's the fault of the club. They should be locked in prior to the situation where they're available to leave at the end of the season, Val. Otherwise, a salary cap kicks in, the players want more money, and they leave it, but let's,
0: let's take it back. I mean, you said before the grand final, the rot set in, you could take this back the season prior it set in because when Gombao was still there, and obviously, um, uh, Michael Petrillo, they had five foreign players coming off contract at the same time. This yeah. is right now, mm. right? That should never ever happen. That's yeah, problem. Mm. That should have been split, and a whole raft of key players coming off contract, right? Right now, mm. Karuska. Galekovic, okay, Larraca, uh, even Larraca, and you think what? What's going on? You, you've, well, got to, you've got to split all this up.
3: That's planning. That's management. Okay, but let's, this, let's this be happened, honest. About it.
0: This happened 2015, not 16.
3: But regardless of when it happened, it's bad planning. You, you know, you should have three years in front. Uh, you know, I'm very, very interested to hear about this Riley McGree and what length of contract he's on because let's face it, he's now in the Socceroos, the final squad. I hope he's got the, uh, I hope the club's got him on a two or a three year just, contract well, just uh, let me bring until something next year in, uh, until just next to year.
2: interact on that one. I'm going back to Matthew Lekin now that it's it's come back to me about him. We took Lex on uh, the cheapest option that we could initially. He played two games for us and there was a new contract on the table for him. So the safeguard is is obviously keeping him at the club. He went in the end
3: yeah, but, but the thing but is, uh, Stubbs if, if we could get uh, McGree on a contract, a two-year contract, and some Borussia Dortmund or something comes in. It should be in, a three-year contract. we will got half a million dollars for him. But,
0: but you know Perfect. what? The yeah. funny thing is that it's not really funny, but I know he's, he's locked in until 2018, and I don't know what sort of money he's on. Now he's in that 23. If they want to re-sign him, yeah. whoever manages him, mm. he'll be off guard. Yep, he'll be off limits. One so triple the, three the, five the three. Again.
1: Yeah, one triple three five three is the number to call. Let's go to Turak Gardens. Con, good morning. Good morning, fellas. Yeah, you've co- covered you've covered uh, all the good things um, uh, about where it's all gone wrong,
0: like a storm of combination of all the factors. But I just want to go back to the grand final debts. Yeah. Fifty thousand, like you said, there was no match day program, which was probably the FFA's fault. But even the club rushed off their feet with small staff, but why not even a handout to try and get more membership? You know, just a, a fridge magnet with, here's our phone number, here's our email, become members for the upcoming season. And and Val, why did they want to cap the membership number? Why, what
3: was the um, the reasoning behind that?
0: Oh, I think because they're frightened that you could have like 16,500 members, but if sixteen and a half thousand members all of a sudden don 't want to turn up you 've got an empty stadium because there 's no room so to speak, and I think that 's what they 're worried about
1: mm. Good call con uh, we'll take more in just a moment one triple three five three plenty to cover we 'll uh, talk about the English Premier League. I know alby's desperate to talk about Tim Cahill uh, about his inclusion in the soccer squad <laughs> we 'll get to that in just a moment it 's the real football show, thanks to CMI Toyota oh, it's a good. Dis- Albie Kid, Val Migliaccio from the advertiser Phil Stubbins. That is the panel this morning. We're about to talk to Adelaide United's Michael Moroni. And Val has just given us an Italian lesson. He said Moroni means brown. So we're about to talk to Michael Brown. <laughs> Michael Brown oh, Brownie. Brownie. <laughs> Michael, good morning. How are you? Morning, how you doing? Good. Is that true? Is it brown? That's true. It's a pretty common name, apparently. Right, <laughs> oh, we'll call you a Brownie from now on. Are right. you getting ready? you getting ready to take on the Raw. Uh, how do you How do you approach a game like this? Uh, we, we say every week, every game's important. How do you approach a game considering where you are at the moment?
5: Well, listen, we're not going to make finals, but it is a home game, and we want to win for our fans, and um, and that's pretty much it. Yep. Everyone's still going to play to win, and yeah. Michael Stubbs. So that know what we're going to do. Yeah, Stubby, how are you going?
2: Uh, the the focus that you've got now for uh, against the Raw, uh, I want to talk to you in a, in a couple of questions. But how focused are you on this game in its entirety, and it's uh, all the other stuff's put to bed, and you're really focused on, on the Raw, and how yep. does it feel in comparison to last year, in the process leading into games?
5: Um, I mean personally, the, the process doesn't change too much, it hasn't changed for me. Um, I try and go into every game the same. I know that sounds, might sound silly, but um, that's, that's the way I feel about it. And Obviously, we're not in the same position uh, as last year. Last year, we were, we we're on a bit of a high going on that streak. Uh, this year is very different. We can't make finals, and um, uh, we're sort of a bit of a chance still for Champions League. Uh, we just need to get some more results. So, so it is different, but, um, I mean, when you get out on the pitch and it's a home game and doesn't matter if you you can't make finals or whatever the situation, you still wanna win. You still wanna win for the fans that show up and uh, and that's the way it's gotta be. But man.
0: But mathematically Michael, you can still make it, yeah? Finals. Uh I guess
5: I guess, I guess we maybe could I haven't looked at the table in a long time but um uh like maybe we can make it if we get all wins but yeah, I'm not too keen on quoting. We can still make finals. <laughs> one game
2: at a time. One game at a time, Brian
3: Michael, Sydney's the clear uh, benchmark there. The leading the league, uh, league by a country mile. There, uh, yes. I'm interested here. You've played against the best uh, right across the season. Um, yep. Who do you think will contest the final there? Sydney would probably be the um, the one you would pick, obviously. But who would who do you think will contest the final with Sydney? If make it.
5: Um, I think, I don't know, I watched that Melbourne um, victory Sydney game, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, maybe, or well, not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah, I have, a, I have a feeling those two are probably the two strongest in the competition at the moment, for me. Um, and of course, form can change, you know, in a couple of weeks, but at the moment, those two are the strongest. And I'd expect to probably see those two in the final.
0: Just Michael, we've been hammering what's been going wrong with the entire season from yep. uh, preseason. Tell us what's yep. right. What's right with this season?
5: Um, can I go back to what's wrong first, and then we'll go to what's right? Sure. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to think about it the other day as well. Like, um, and I feel like it's it's pretty hard to replace a lot of the goal scorers that we that we lost. We lost Bruce Ute. I'm not too sure how many he scored last year. I think he um Goodwin, Mo, and we lost Kamel, Pablo. Sanchez. Lost, yeah. Good exactly. One. So we lost Pablo, we lost, lost Bruce, Bruce Kamau, um, Stephen Moore, Craig Goodwin. That was a lot of our goals last year. It's very hard to replace, though. Um, on top of everything else, to try and mesh your team together in every other component. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been tough this year.
0: So the future, <laughs> Michael. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said the good stuff, yeah? yeah so what's going been the good stuff? I was just, just going to um,
5: try
2: and lead him into that. Sorry. Well,
5: we've know. had a lot of youngsters come through this year, and I think you've seen Riley and Jordan O'Doherty, and yep. um, Mark O'Cheng's got some minutes as well, and um, even even keepers have come through and, and shown a bit. So, Benny uh, done young, okay. yeah, well, he yeah, has all the, played
3: well on Wednesday.
5: All the young boys have um, come through and done well, and, and with experience, they'll get better and better. So, yeah.
3: Well, I guess that's what happens, you know, when, when players drop off the list um, or they're, they're transferred overseas, it gives an opportunity for the, the kids to come through and, uh, and they've equipped themselves uh, fairly well.
5: Yes, and you've seen lately with um, Riley getting the Socceroos call up, um, he's one player with a lot of potential and I think Ange must see that. So. Will that affect uh, him in a positive
2: way,
1: Michael?
5: Yeah, no, very happy for him and I'm sure he's the type of guy that will just
1: take it in his stride. And, Improved from that. So. The game during the week, 3-3, uh, three, three, so you scored three goals and some real good That's goals the other night as too. well. So, I yep. mean, surely that gives you boys a bit of a boost moving into this game this yeah. weekend. Yeah, and especially we came back um,
5: from a goal down twice as well. Yep. And um, uh, that always shows a little bit of fight and a little bit of character.
0: Yep, for sure.
5: Um, so I think the coach was overall very happy with the team and, and how they played and how we fought. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: how did you feel well? uh, on the sidelines watching it?
5: Um, well, it was an exciting second half, a <laughs> um, bit nail-biting, but I thought the boys played really well, played really, uh, really well out the back and um, controlled the game in parts. Um, at times, uh, jeju just had that bit of quality and we saw with one or two of their goals were just yeah, good excellent, girls. you know. Yeah. I'd score one out of 100 of those, you know. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: but so, just excellent. Touching on the crowd as well, Michael. I know, I know we've touched on it, but what, is, what are your thoughts on the three and a half?
5: Well, <laughs> it's difficult because this period in Adelaide, there's always so much going on. You know, you've just had clips all finish. You've got the fringe happening, and um, I guess with the season we've had, it, it doesn't help as well. Mm. Um, actually, I think it's just a, a number of factors.
1: Yeah, I agree. Actually, we hadn't, didn't even touch on that earlier. You can't do everything, and at yeah. the moment in Adelaide, like, yeah. I know every day we're being asked <clears throat> to ten different events. Yeah, you yeah. can't go ah, to all exactly. of. It. Michael, good on you. Thanks for joining us, mate, on a Saturday morning. Good luck this weekend. And as I said, from what we saw the other night, the boys are actually on a bit of a high, I reckon. So you're looking good for the game tomorrow, mate. Thanks for joining us. Well done, no, Brownie. Thanks Brownie. Cheers, Well done. Thanks. Oh, well, that's Michael. <laughs> you See you, it. mate. Michael <laughs> Moroney from Adelaide United. Good lad and a good player. But
3: really, Dix, we should hone in on the positives. And he's picked up on positives there. Kids coming through, getting the chance in the team. They're, I think there's come, talent. There's talent no, moving yes, forward. That's a good positive to... to to speak with, yeah. Yeah, for, for sure.
1: sure. It's the, uh, the real football show here for the last time this season. We're doing it all for CMI, Toyota, Adelaide's number one Toyota dealer. Coming up next as well, don't forget Deadset Legends with Jars and KG. They'll talk cricket with Ian Healy and All-Australian Crow, Rory Laird, to join the boys as well.
2: So, karaoke has been such. from it.
1: Hey, just on CMI Toyota, big, big thank you as well. Our first year of The Real Football Show on Triple M, and thank you to CMI Toyota for their support. And they are supporting the sport of football here, soccer, the real football. So uh, thank you to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. Just a little whisper I've heard before we move on. Uh, Val, I think you've got a a breaking story about Riley McGree that you might be writing, is it tomorrow? (sighs) Yeah. Tomorrow, in the Sunday Mail. Boy, Albie's involved. Is he? All right, Jeez. breaking news about Riley McGree involved as in well. the Sunday Mail tomorrow. <laughs> ah, it's the Real Football Show on Triple M. Thanks to CMI, Toyota, Albie Kidd, Tim Cahill in the Socceroo squad. What's that all about? Yeah,
3: I'm disappointed. I really am, to be honest with you. I just think that um, Melbourne City... Um, kale and the team. They're playing with ten men most weeks. Yep. He's, he's, you know, he started off really well. You know, it's a big call. Ninety-four caps he's sitting on debts, And yep. I think it's just a means to get up to that that magic hundred.
1: That's a monster call then. And I says his
3: last week. Well he's Ditz, hang on, We
1: know he's not what he was. He shouldn't be in the squad, isn't he? Well, no way. I think
3: John Van Ship, he's left that club possibly for that reason. Really? Ditz, yeah, I think that might be one of the reasons that he's left the club. Um I'd love to have Ange Posticoglu on. On the programme I said that a couple of weeks ago To see what his thoughts are Yep a bit KL. but I just think he's been be brought into the squad for a bit of dressing room presence, which is fine. If that's what he's brought in for, fine. And maybe an impact player to come in the last uh, ten minutes or so and maybe score away a header because that's the only way he's going to score. We're
1: talking about World Cup qualifiers. <laughs> you need your best eleven playing.
3: You've been you've been rough on him, mate. I am, um, and I feel guilty Count on that because he's been a, he's been a champion, he's been a legend, and and all the rest, all the above. But guys. It comes to everybody. You get too old and you can't play. He's played here in Adelaide, and we watched him in Adelaide. He never got a touch. Hmm. There you go.
0: He's our Roger Miller.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Remember Roger Miller forty-two yeah, but he used to get the, ball. At the World but Cup. He actually got the ball. Yeah, a few he got times, the ball and Roger was uh, effective in the game. Well, we asked <laughs> last week
1: will we take him? And, <laughs> You're playing oh, yeah.
0: super rough.
1: Nah. There it is. He's taking. Foul. Him. He smashed him. Right, right now. Would you have Riley McGree or Tim Cahill in your side? Different players. No, but answer the question. I'd have Riley. Thank you. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> now, so that's
3: my case, Your Honour. Now, by the way, everyone, there you go. He's, he's backed me up there, Val. Well done. The real just football got a text show. There.
1: What's your number, Yeah. <laughs> real football show has been fantastic. First year on Triple M. Hopefully, bigger and better next year. Uh, just before we go, boys. Phil Stubbins, who's going to win the A League this year? Oh, when you ready? Sydney. Righto, Val. Sydney. Uh, Sydney. Righto. Uh, English Premier League. Who's going to win, Albie? Who will win the
3: title? Chelsea. Chelsea. The blue boys
1: Gee, we've all agreed so far uh, National Premier League here, Albie Big day for you and I Our side's clash today Ooh. Bacala taking on Come on, on now, what do you think
3: then? This, what do you think? Come on uh, At muscles. home,
1: Bacala 2-1 There you go uh, reckon, but, uh, um, no,
3: no, no, let me come in here, please I think we'll win 2-0 Alright, uh,
1: we'll have dinner on it <laughs> hey, Take it up. easy, boys What's going it on?
2: on relax, son him,
1: Just uh,
3: take it easy
2: Take it easy, Paul. One
3: pick I today, Stubbsy. He's a bit aggressive, isn't he? He is.
2: He's, just, he's fired up, I'm mate. Just relax. Film, oh, come over Val. Thing. Come over here, mate. I'm I'm about he about just uh... <laughs> settle down, Albert.
1: All right, that's been the Real Football Show. Thanks again to CMI Toyota, South Australia's number one Toyota dealer. Val, thanks for coming in all year. Pleasure. Val Miliacho writes great stuff in the uh, Advertiser and the Sunday Mail. If you want to know anything about United, follow Val in the Tiser. Phil Stubbins, uh, before next season, will you be coaching in the A-League? Oh, it's a big a
2: call. Big call, mate. There's a job um, maybe going here and Well, Adelaide. it's a yes-no question. Look, I'd love to.
1: You'd love to? I'd love to, mate. Well, good luck with that. I think uh, there must be a position out there for you somewhere. There should be. Yeah. And Albie Kidd. Um, Thanks for that. Just conquering all at uh, Adelaide Olympic. Good luck for no, the rest it's been of the great. season.
3: It's, the show's been great, lads. Fantastic. Yeah. Tremendous, mate. And well done, Dits. And, uh,
2: and also in the background. Alex and oh, Alex. Yeah. That's, uh, Thank you, Alex. Let's not forget the team.
1: Yep. So uh, we'll be back next year with The Real Football Show here on Triple M. Coming up next, Dead Set Legends with Jars and KG.
0: Triple M's The Real Football Show Catch-Up. Saturday mornings from 7am for CMI Toyota. SA's number one Toyota dealer.